And at a time where police officers definitely don't want to listen to the news, we're here every Wednesday to bring you the news. Today we've got Haiti descending into hell. A lot to talk about there. We got Kanye's blowy in Venice that we can't miss out. We've got a Maui fire update, some missing children that haven't been accounted for, and what lies are being told by our government, or what are we just getting wrong? It's a lot to uncover today, but all this and lots, lots more on today's failure to stop last call of the day. The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on this is Sunday. About the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. Oh. What's up, Kitty Up? If you're tuning in for the very first time, this is the Last Call episode of the week. Last Call comes out on uh, video every Wednesday, drops audio every Thursday. It's all the other news so that you don't sound like an idiot when you're at the weekend barbecue with all your friends, giving you something else to talk about other than dead babies and domestic violence. Join with me, as always, co-host uh, Deadleg. Today's show is brought to you by GhostBed.com forward slash Wolfpack and officerprivacy.com forward slash Wolfpack. Officerprivacy.com forward slash Wolfpack. A lot of news today. And uh, listen, we did the True Crime Tuesday last night, and I dressed up as a punk rocker for a punk rock murder with uh, Jay Rama on Night Shift, and everybody absolutely, I guess, loved the punk rock Eric thing going on got a lot of messages thank you guys for all those private messages i always love them on the instagrams and on the facebooks really appreciate those they got back to me they do get back to me even if i don't respond i do read most of them and I respond i try to respond to the ones that i feel like need to be responded to but i can't i can't respond to all of them obviously um however i did hear i hear what the wolfpack wants and that's more tansy and character so for now on on Newsy Wednesdays, I will be wearing the old newscast blazers. Uh, I've got a whole array of blazers from back when I was a cop going to court all the time. And so I'll just start busting those out. I'm going to put a coat rack up in here, and I'm just going to have a different one every Wednesday. Diving into the news today, golly, there is, I, I say it all the time, though, that uh, they make it easy for me to do this show. Matter of fact, Drew Breezy, the easiest, easy, the beautiful Drew Breezy from uh, Com Center and Breakdowns on Fridays said, man, aren't you a little bit overwhelmed lately since you're having to be on so many shows right now as we're, we're, we're kind of getting things organized and you're just, you're always on a show now? Like, is it getting hard? And I said, yeah. And he's like, what can we do to make Last Call easier? Should we find somebody to fill in for you? so that you're not studying for the conspiracy show after just coming off of the uncuffed show on Mondays. And I said, to be honest with you, last call is my favorite. So if you're going to find somebody to replace me on any of the other shows that I'm on, which I would love because it's a lot of podcasting all week. I get tired of hearing me. I know you guys might get tired as well. I thought, uh, no, I, I, the one I want to keep doing is Wednesday last call because it's it, to me, it is the most important show knowing is half of the battle. And plus um, you need to have something to talk about. You need to be a little bit more well-rounded. People need to be encouraged uh, to love their wives more and to be on with their kids more. And I, I take that time to do that on this show. I give you the news and I give you things to do about the news. And, and I try to encourage folks uh, to not be sold out to just the job, but be sold out to being a good parent, being a good lover, uh, being, being a, just a good human being and being able to go to a barbecue and not sound like a robot cop. So I want to keep doing this show. So what we talked about was maybe we make it a free for all Wednesday where I'll just send everybody the notes that I'm already doing. But then Jay Bates, 
Drew Breezy, anybody, Dexter Pitts, if he's around, whatever, um, any other podcasters, Beth and Greg, if they want to pop in on Wednesdays and just hang out and go through the news with me on Wednesdays so that we have more. It's, it's like The View, but less gay. And by gay, I mean like uh, less happy. It's a less happier version of The View because those women are so happy all the time. Um, that's what I meant by that. I didn't mean, do I, did I offend you, Deadling? No, not at all. Not one bit. It'd be fun to have other, and not to say that sitting here with you isn't fun, but having other people, it's another, you get other people, their their background, everything that they bring to the table comes to that, that reaction when, when we have a news article or when we have something coming up, that to have them be able to react to it too or give their two cents on something, I think it'd be a good idea. Yeah, yeah we can open it up to all sorts of people. Bones Cold Flea's Austin said you would love to be on the show. Well, damn, let's just do that. Listen, if you want to, if you're, if you're interested in making a cameo on a Wednesday to be down there, uh, you hit us up in the DMs on last call, the last call DMs. Also, we're starting this week, um, nominating, nominating people for, uh, like first responder of the episode. So if you want to nominate every single episode, so like uncuffed, if you want to have an officer shout out a first responder shout out on uncuffed, go to unfailure to stop uncuffed on Instagram, send that specific show a DM. If you want it on last call, go to last call and send it a specific DM. If you want it on com center, um, hit up drew breezy in the DMS. And if you want Friday breakdowns, just go on the regular failure stop page and um, tell us why and who it is. And they will get a shout out on that particular show. Today's show, though, brought to you by ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack and Manscaped. We got Manscaped back for the for the fourth quarter, going into the fourth quarter. And I, I've said this on the other shows. I'll put it out on this one, guys. Fourth quarter is where all the ads hit because it's coming up on Christmas. So don't give me no shiz about uh, there's too many ad rates. We're going to do four probably almost every show from now to Christmas. That's just the way it is. That's where all the money is made in podcasting is in those fourth quarters. And we got some fourth quarter bangers that are really coming out like officerprivacy.com forward slash Wolfpack. Uh, these guys just decided uh, over the weekend, they were like, yo, listen to the show. You guys are hilarious. We love the anti-hero podcast, guys. How do we join up? How do we become a main, a main sponsor, like a title sponsor like Ghostbed? And I was like, I mean, you'll never be a Ghostbed because Ghostbed was the OG, but you could be second, baby. You could be second tier on this on this channel with Ghostbed. So we are uh, we're trying that out right now. Head over to officerprivacy.com forward slash Wolfpack. Um, and what they do is scrub your name from the interwebs and they scrub your uh, like where you go to church and all those things. Don't do it. Bef- don't do it after you've had a, a serious incident. Do it now. Do it before there's a serious incident. Once there's a serious incident, they're already going to have your address. They're going to know what gym you go to. Listen, my one of my best friends of all time was involved in an officer-involved shooting not too long ago. I had to stay at his house for a week um, and answer the door and shoot people away and protesters. And we were sleeping. We, he and I were doing shifts, you know, to stay awake so you know we could protect the family, um, you know, because this was right right after George Floyd. So. Um, the, the protests were a real deal. He didn't have officer privacy. And matter of fact, he was forced to move everything. He literally had to switch gyms, switch how he had to move out of his house. He had to move from the church as much as he fought it because everywhere he went, there were protesters and, and they wouldn't stop for over a year. So they, they ended up like, this is never going to go away. Had officer privacy been around for that, they would have been goldy golden and they could have, uh, they, they could have, um, 
done something a little bit different, maybe had a little bit better of a peace of mind, people wouldn't have been able to find their their houses. So um, head over to officerprivacy.com forward slash Wolfpack. It's not a promo code. It is a URL. All right, let's jump into today's show, shall we? Are you yeah, ready? which one do you want to start with? Let's start with Haiti. Haiti's going to hell. Haiti's descending to hell. Well, that's what the news would like to say. After I've done some further research on this, uh, because we're real journalists out there, folks. We're real journalists out here. The news is lying to you on this one, I think. Maybe I think, I, Josh, you might have even have been fooled by it a little bit. Um, you may have been fooled about it. But then when you and I started actually researching it, we were like, hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute here. Uh, what you guys are reporting is crazy. But being that we are real journalists, we were able to do some real journalism. Now, nobody has put this out but us. We're the first. I have not heard this on any other news network. Did you hear that? No other news first. network. Say, because we're not, we're not propaganda news media, guys. We're just two fucking dumb C-student cops who are finding real news, who are pretending to be real journalists. Not conspiracy theorists, not wackadoodles, but we're not propagandists either. This is what I mean by propaganda. Listen, you guys are going to be proud of me on this one. You guys are going to be real proud of me. Haiti. How big do you think Haiti is really quick? Uh, Josh, this is unscripted. You don't know. But how, how big uh, do you think it would be? How, how many miles do you think? Square miles. Small, like the size of Vermont. Something very, very how, small. How fucking big is Vermont? I don't even know how big Vermont is. I don't know. Maybe what do you think is bigger, Haiti or Chicago? Uh, I think Haiti would be bigger than Chicago. Much bigger. Much bigger. Yep. Uh, Haiti is sitting around 10,714 square miles. That's a few. That's a lot. Uh, Chicago is 231.7 miles. That's a few more. No, it's less. Or I'm sorry, a few less. Way less. That's like way bad n- that's over 9,000 left, if I'm not mistaken. No, that's, yeah, 9,200 yeah, yeah, 9, miles, 300 miles, something like that, with my C student math. Somewhere around there. 8,000, just to play it safe. 8,000 miles less. Um, now, in this report from CNN, all about Haiti. Now, this has to do with... Um, this is how this all has to do with Haitian um, immigrants uh, getting deported. Deportation law. So, here's what the article on CNN says. And we were going to cover this article... And here's the research that we found, which I think is going to blow you guys away. I think you guys are going to be generally like impressed by this. The U.S. This is the headline from CNN. The U.S. keeps deporting people to a country that it says is too dangerous for even travel. Whoa, pretty salacious headlines. Now, listen, the, the whole point of this show is we take the sensational headlines, be it from Fox or CNN and then we look at the totality of it and tell you the truth. Because there's a re- it, when, when propaganda, when the machine is rolling, then everything, there's an agenda behind everything. There's a reason why they're putting this stuff out. So we were like, I, my first thought was, eh, okay, so what's going on in Haiti that we need to know about? Let's start looking at it. And I found this by accident. The Biden administration has taken mixed positions on its policies involving Haiti, with one federal agency warning that the Caribbean country is too dangerous for U.S. citizens, while another agency deports Haitians back to the violence-torn country. Violence in Haiti during the second quarter jumped 14% compared to the previous quarter. Now, remember, what was it, like a year ago, the Haitian uh, president or the guy in charge, did they call it a president in Haiti? I think they labeled him as a president about almost two years ago. He was assassinated. 
Yeah, almost two years ago, assassinated. On August 30th, the U.S. Embassy in Haiti urged American citizens to leave the country due to the current security situation. And there were some people, there were some missionaries, correct, that were kidnapped. There's a bunch of people that got bunch kidnapped. People, bunch of people. Right? But now I look at the now I look at the statistics here. Waves of crime and unrest have hit Haiti since the assassination of the former president, Yovanel Moyes. In 2021, his successor, Prime Minister Ariel Henry, uh, has struggled to staunch the violence. More than 1,800, 1,860 victims of killings, injuries, and kidnappings were, deport, were, were documented between April 24th and June 30th. 1,860 group that into violent crime is what they're saying here. Violent crime. All right? Killings, injuries, and kidnappings. How are we linking injuries into this stat of 1,860? So I got to wondering, that's a weird stat to link killings and injuries. Are these killings and injuries due to violent crime? Are these like motorcycle injuries, tripping and falling injuries? Very odd way of reporting journalism. So that led me to go, well, shit, how many people, violent people, are, are, how many violent crimes are there in Chicago? In any given three months, because this is April 24th to June 30th. All right. So I was like, so what is what is a picture of Chicago look like? Remember, Chicago is only 231 miles. Haiti is 10,000 square miles. So if they have 1,860 documented violent crime, let's just say it's violent crimes. Even though uh, it's questionable because they just wrote injuries. They didn't write violent crime. But let's just go with violent crime. Uh, to be objective here, if it's just violent crime over the over the span of 10,000 square miles, they had 1,860 just in the, uh, the, the last 30 days. In the last 30 days in Chicago, 771 violent crimes in a 231 mile. So is Chicago more dangerous than all of Haiti? But we're complaining about not deporting people back to Haiti? There, when we started looking into this a little bit further, there is a website that tracks violent crime or uh, mass shootings. And in my searching, I found that one weekend there were over 40 shootings it was the, in July. And then there was 50 some shootings and another weekend. This is just a single weekend in a single city. And we were doing our research to find out which where the violent crimes were and statistics so we can compare and contrast. Um, Chicago just doesn't list this stuff. They don't. They don't group this stuff together. They well, don't. I found it. Here's where I found my stats on the Chicago thing. Because, yeah, you're right. It was very difficult. Let's see if I can get back to it. It's uh, CompStat Chicago Police Department. So go to home.chicagopolice.org and go to their CompStats. And this is from week uh, 36, 2023. They had 16 murders, 64 sexual assaults. 333 robberies, 171 aggravated batteries, 187 burglaries. And that's where I came up with my number of 771 because those are the only things that are, you know, can, can be considered violent. Now, they had 725 thefts and they had 1,637 motor vehicle thefts. So you had just almost in week 36 covering. Uh, 28 August to September 3rd. 
Wow, that's, that's not a, even that's, that's not a even week. thirty days. That's a week. Dude. That's seven days. What? Maybe I'm misreading this. Hold on. They've had as many. This? No, because Chicago wants to sue automakers for making it too easy to steal their cars. Okay, that's, maybe the, maybe I am reading about this. Uh, historical. But when we were when we were searching, they these mass shootings that happens on the weekend in Chicago, they they get left off of these reports. They get left off of the media. They get left off of these mass casualty events. They left off of all these reports. But there's 40 or 50 people shot, some of them grouped together in a single instance. It's a, it's a party that goes, turns violent or whatever. They leave this stuff off of these reports. So once you start looking at like, like further back, peeling the layers back, like we're talking about, what's the propaganda here? Wh wh why? Why are you pushing numbers? Why are you adding, like, like Eric was saying, the injuries? What is injuries? Right. Is Listen, it, I'm not afraid to say that I'm wrong here, but the 2020, the stats that I read were from the week in 2023. Well, yeah, it says 23 and 3. I don't know. Is that, that, that can't be to date. They can't, maybe, maybe I've got to be reading this wrong. That is so much. Like, that, that would we'll be like worse than Somalia, right? Look, let's see if we can fight. Keep talking. I'm going to see. Let me see if I can get a better number here. I just want to make sure I'm right. Doesn't that seem like a crazy number? It well, it, it does until you start thinking about what they don't report on. Like they're going to sue automakers. They're wanting to sue Kia and they want to sue Hyundai because they make the cars too easy to steal. Well, how about instead of going after the automakers, we go after the people that are stealing the cars and uh, putting them in prison or jail or something? Because if you're in jail, you can't steal a car. Wow, just going to put that Listen, out there. I am. I was right, though. 14. Like, this is just I just typed in how many murders in Chicago, because I'm thinking that Comstat, which is from police.org, Chicago police.org. I thought I could be wrong. I'm not. Listen to this on On August 21st, a 14 year old among seven killed and 33 wounded in a Chicago weekend gun violence. Here's one from the 27th Chicago weekend shootings. One dead. An eight-year-old among 22 hurt. Bro, Chicago is like worse than Smolia. Well, it's definitely worse than Haiti. I remember years what? ago that... that Why they, is it this that... being reported? Chicago's murder count makes national headlines, but accurately talking about... Listen, this is another headline. Talking about crime data requires nuance? It requires nuance, but when you're talking about deporting people back to Haiti because Haiti's too dangerous to deport people back to, there's no nuance in that. You're talking about 1,800 violent crimes that you can't even verify are violent crimes because you just said the word injury, which definitely leads me to believe that that's mainstream media trying to fluff shit up. So they're like, oh, God, there really wasn't that much going on. Let's throw injuries in on this, too, to make it sound more salacious. But even if it was violent crime, you're still talking about 1,800 violent crimes within an area of 10,000 square miles, yet you have 700 and something uh, violent crimes that happened in one like one week in Chicago, which is only 231 miles. So are we going to deport people from Chicago to Haiti because it's safer in Haiti is what it sounds like. Chris Dreiner in the chat says there's a website called Hey Jackass that tracks all the crime in Chicago. I'm not sure if I'm trusting a site called Hey Jackass, but I think it's worth looking into. I mean, I've seen crazier shit out there. Um, Dead like you can do some research on that. Maybe we add that to our favorites if it's uh, if it's good. Michael Hendricks says that's wackadoodle. It is wackadoodle. What's another word for it? Uh, they've taken away all the other words. I can't. Use, I, I'm very limited on the words I can use without getting kicked off of YouTube. 
You can only say like idiot like three or four times before you uh, you get harassed. You know, bullying charges, yeah, misdemeanor bull, misdemeanor bullying via YouTube. Uh, let's year go to something today. more fun and funky. Yeah, go ahead. Year today. What's up? Year today. Hey, that's a professional looking site, and that's called Jackass. What's it called? Hey Jackass. It's called Hey, hey Jackass. Jackass. Dot com. Look at those charts. It looks like a weather map. Oh, they can tell you where where you need to go or avoid. You know what? It's, I said that I did a story on Chicago back in our Lori, Lori Lightfoot days, um, her making us soft. Um, and I, from a very, very nice uh, human being, look like a nice human, you know, like a very nice. Listen, when you guys argue with me or something, the first thing I do is look at your profile picture. If your profiles, I mean, not your profile picture, but all your pictures and your Instagrams, if it's you like smoking weed and like, you know, you know, you haven't clean, cleaned your uh, lens off uh, your camera in the last you know, six months that you've owned the camera and you can't even see the picture because you got a thousand thumbprints over your thing. I don't listen to your opinion at all because you're an ignoramus, obviously. But like, if you look like you're well to do, you're put together, you know, you look the part, then I'll, I'll pay, I'll pay mine to your complaints or to your arguments. I have no problem with that. I'm just not going to argue with idiots or people who appear to be idiots. I could be wrong. Don't judge a book by its cover, but I don't have time to sit there and read everybody's books. So I go based on what your profile looks like um, on Instagram. And this was a you know pretty well put together woman. And she just was like, I'm really upset with your podcast and how you paint the picture of Chicago. That's not really how Chicago is. That's only Southside Chicago, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, well, okay. So like, do you just then, then change the name of Southside Chicago? But just because you don't like it and it paints a bad picture, the stats are still real. That's still Chicago. It's still called Chicago. It's still Chicago's problem. It's still Chicago mayor's problem. I just thought it was a, a funny argument. Go ahead. What, what, what are you reading here? You can be not happy about what we're reporting on. Then vote the people out that let this stuff happen. That's what you need to do. Don't get pissed off with yeah, two dudes on a Chicago's podcast. Yeah, but I don't think Chicago's voted anything different from Democrats forever, ever. They, ever. they haven't. So don't get upset when two dudes on some podcast read numbers that are statistics. These are actual numbers of crimes that are happening in the city that you live in. If you're unhappy that your city has had 1,744 people shot or wounded this year, total this year, 2,153 shot and 452 people murdered in your city. If you don't like that, either vote those people out or leave. That's my advice. Because you, you're, we're going to go on to another story here in a little bit, but to, to not just beat Chicago, we'll, actually, we'll put California in here. California is trying to make it easier for shoplifters to shoplift because they're trying to put laws in effect to punish people for stopping shoplifters. Yeah, this, this is thing. wild. Uh, this is actually th – th this was wild when we saw this. Um, what, what is the crime here? Like what – is it like a simple assault or something? No, they're, they're saying that it's – they're framing it as workplace violence, that, that – the employees or employers have to have policies in place with workplace violence with regards to shoplifting and that. But what they bury in here is if you're caught and you're charged with this, they could fine you $18,000 for stopping someone from shoplifting from your Bro, business. could you imagine me like 30 years from now being that old geezer at the front of Walmart and some knucklehead like kid, like 17, 18-year-old kid tries to run past me, like shoves me or something? I go Clint Eastwood on them and just beat the brakes off of them. Grand Trina, get off my grass. 
the more and more every day I get closer and closer to feeling like I just need to sit on my front porch and tell people to get off my grass. No, no, that, that movie made me want to smoke cigarettes. Um, <laughs> that's, you know, but yeah, we this is the thing. It's like we're defunding the police so that we can uh, federalize the police department. You can go back to any of my episodes and listen to me. Let's jump on to something fun, more fun here. Uh, Kanye Blowy in Venice. Uh, have you guys seen this article? Listen, this is what people are talking about, all right? So don't don't be a cop that shuts this out right now. This is what the world is talking about. This is what your daughters... Ooh, I hope not. Uh, but this is what your... Well, no shit, though. This if, if you had a teenage daughter that checks out Cosmopolitan Magazine, yeah, right? Is that still a thing? Cosmopolitan Magazine, ladies in the chats, hit me up. Uh, Cosmopolitan, that used to be the, the big to-do for all the girls back in my day. TMZ. Now, I pulled this article from TMZ, but they're reporting based off of what Cosmo, the Cosmo, Cosmopolitan had to say. Um, uh, but Kanye West and uh, Bianca Sensori, they can't seem to stay out of trouble in Italy. The couple were reportedly barred from using a Venice boat rental. Now, it's those little the boats that you saw in 007, those little tiny wooden boats that hold about two people that you can rent. They go real slow, but it's really cute, really romantic. One of those gondolas. tiny little boats. Uh, the couple was reportedly barred from using them uh, after this indecent exposure act. So what you have is the band stems from an incident last Monday when the rapper and his model wife were riding in a water taxi through the historic island city. He's getting a blowy, just a straight-up beach, and other people are watching. One photo caught Bianca kneeling in front of Kanye, who was seated on a bench, with his hands gripping the back of her head, another snap showed Kanye's pants pulled down from behind, revealing his butt crap. Yeah, I mean, these are great photos. The water taxi company, uh, Vinzia Turismo Motoscafi, uh, was totally in the dark until the images surfaced in the media. Now a rep from the company has issued a statement saying, Ye and Bianca are no longer welcome on its vessels. Dude, why? Because he yeeted on them? What's what's the problem? Like, how many people have gotten a beach on one of those boats? It's got to be in the th- tens of thousands. Um, wouldn't even if I was on one of those boats, I it would be all I'd be thinking about. I'd be like, yo, what? A, there's not a waterfall in North Carolina that I haven't gotten a beach under. Uh, the spokesman, <laughs> or had sex under. Uh, the spoke the spokesperson insisted the driver didn't see these obscenities because he was too busy operating the boat. Listen, if I'm driving a boat and Kanye's like, don't look back here, I'm getting a blowy. I mean, I would look back there, but I would also never say a word about it. You know, but I'm not going to tell Kanye. I'm not going to tell Ye that he can't get a blowy in the back of my. If if Kanye came into my distillery and was like, shut this shit down. I want to get a blowy over here. I'd be like, I would shut it down. It's Kanye. He gets to do what he wants, baby. Uh, the rep claimed that a third person who was with Ye and Bianca blocked the driver's view of the couple. So he had somebody running, uh, running interference for him. In recent weeks, Ye and Bianca uh, have been making waves all across Italy. Especially, uh, Bianca has especially been on the Italian radar over her tight-fitting see-through bodysuits. Oh, why? Why don't, don't do that in public? I don't, I don't like it when other children can see your, your hoo-hahs. You know what I mean? Like, like, keep that for night. Keep that for after hours. These pictures are her in the middle of the day where you can see everything, dude. You can see her nipples and everything. Some locals have even called for Bianca and need to be arrested or booted. From the- yeah, I don't understand. Any normal person would be arrested for this kind of behavior. I've said that before. I've hung out with many celebrities in bars 
and see how they treat servers, sexually harass them, how they grab women by the waist to get pictures by them, staring at their breasts and all these. Like I've seen some really bad behavior out of celebrities and everybody in the entourage tolerates it. Remember I said that on, a, on an episode that I was no longer going to tolerate. I think that's why I've, I've stopped being invited to a lot of things then and I just don't have time. But um, I won't tolerate that. If I see you, it does, I don't care if you're Dwayne The Rock Johnson. If you're doing something fucked up in front of me, I'm going to call you out on it. And, and I don't even care if I'm a nobody. Because I've always felt bad that I was in the presence of people that were treating you know, and the only reason I could get away with it was because they were celebrity status. I don't agree with that. And listen, I love Kanye West. I love his music. Huge fan. The graduation album. Love it. One of my favorites of all time. But I'm not down with the uh, – I'm down with the beach on the boat only because I think that he they attempted to hide that. They weren't trying to, like, publicly get a beach. Um, I mean, I'm right? Am I wrong there? Did they not? It looks like they're kind of hiding a little bit. But – Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, maybe, I don't know whether that, that maybe a couple of maybe a couple of uh, proseccos, a couple of glasses of proseccos in. They think that you know, hey, I got somebody running interference on the guy. Nobody's going to see this. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I can see how that happens. I, I, I can't understand this bodysuit in the middle of the day, walking through the streets of of Rome and Italy and Venice, whatever, uh, wearing this bodysuit. Pretty highly inappropriate. Highly inappropriate. Well. Here's the other thing. I, I throw this out there too. You're Kanye. Just rent out the whatever it is for the day. Get the distiller. You close down. Have the taxi. Yeah. Just get one and have a private thing. And I, like just like because that happens all the time. Where they'll just you'll just close down an event for there's a private event. That's all it'll be. This whole thing's closed for the day. So yeah, <laughs> Bosco says it's on a public boat. And yeah, but no, they rented it. They rented the boat. So publicish, privateish. You know how many people get blowies in the back of taxi cabs? It happens all the time. HBO made a show out of it. I mean, I've not gotten a blowie in a taxi, but I've gotten a handy, uh, a little over the pants handy in a taxi. Um, I'm trying to think of it. So, anytime I've I mean, listen, taxi, I've done, I've, I have had sex almost everywhere, or some kind of sexual behavior all over the place. Like my wife and I, we got kicked out of uh, Tribeca Tavern for making out on top of a table. Like I laid her on the table and was making out with her, spilling beers and food all over the place. I mean, we were in our 20s <laughs> um, and there's still a picture floating around of that, of me having her like over the table, like making out. We were kicked out of the, the thing. We were there with a bunch of other cops. It was, a, it was a wedding party. It was an after party after a wedding. So listen, I'm not judging. I'm not king shaming, but I, you know... Again, we were in, the, in an adult bar, right? Uh, doing it was adult late. things. Doing adult things. There wasn't kids around watching. Um, and I'm not proud of that anyway. I wouldn't do it now. I'm more professional of a human being. But I think Kanye and them know better. Come on, dude. Like, don't, I, that's the only thing I have a problem with is her boobies. It's like you being able to see her nipples and her boobs and her Lovely. areolas and everything. I, I don't want my kids to see that kind of shit. You know? That's not fair um, to, the, to the kids. You know, especially like the 13-year-old boys. Who are you know trying to control themselves? You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't think that dude's a, like you? Thirteen year old Eric sees Bianca or whatever her name is. I see her walking down the street with those boobs. I'm hitting the next fucking Porta John. Well, I'm doing this first, and then I'm oh the sure, yeah, both, yeah, all the above. 
Um, all right, listen. Life hacks. <laughs> Whoa, listen, dude, it's crazy. Uh, here's something else nobody wants to talk about, and you guys don't want to know about it. Basically, one of the Jonas brothers, uh, Joseph, Joe, Joe Jonas, American singer, songwriter, actor, uh, he got married, and now they're getting divorced. Nobody gives a shit. But, I mean, it's top news, so I have to bring it up. But here's some good news that you guys might be interested in. Elon is suing the anti... Can't even say this with a straight face. Elon to sue the Anti Defamation League for defamation. How does this work? This is another CNN article. Um, now listen, I, why are they going after Elon so much right now? I don't know. I, That's something I can tell you why. Out. Why? I know why. Go ahead. Elon is not listening to the FBI. Elon's not listening to the DOJ. Elon's not mm. listening to CIA. Elon mm. has purged all those people from his company. Elon mm. has spent the last several months taking all of what's been going on, and he's been releasing it to the public. Elon is no different than TikTok. And you want to know the difference between Elon and TikTok? The, the reason why they don't like TikTok is because they have no control over it. Right. They can't censor it. They can't censor. I got censored on Instagram last night for saying that I'd buy a T-shirt saying I want my mommy. And Instagram what? took it down for hate speech. I want, did, they said was, I want what's, my mommy. What's hate speech about I want my mommy? I don't know. What I was it referenced it. to? Uh, there was a, a police officer's body cam video and the suspect oh, yeah, kept yeah. crying for their mommy. And oh. the police oh. officer said, you need to quit mm. crying for your mommy. And I said, I, I would I buy a shirt that. with that quote. I used to yep. always say that because everybody that you arrest in the hood is like, yo, call my mama. Call my mama. I want my mama. I'm like, bro, you're like 40 years old. Shut the fuck up about your mother. She's not coming here, dude. She's, she's not going to be able to help you out. Gosh, dude. Um, I didn't know that was hate speech, though. I want my mommy. That would be a good shirt, though. I want my mommy. Um... All right, yeah, so ex-owner Elon Musk is threatening to sue the Anti-Defamation League for defamation, claiming that the nonprofit organization's statements about rising hate speech on the social media platform have torpedoed X. Um, it's like there's as much hate speech on there as there is violent crime in Haiti versus Chicago. Okay. Um, in a post on X, formerly known as Twitter, I hate saying that, Musk said U.S. advertising revenue is still down 60%, primarily due to pressure on advertisers by the ADL, which blah, blah, blah. So they almost succeeded California. You know, like we're, we're victim to that too, though. Like the whole advertising thing is not just because of the statistics on Twitter. Those advertisers are pulling out because they have a political agenda to pull out. We had advertisers that wanted to pull out just because of what happened in Uvalde and they didn't want to advertise on a pro law enforcement show for a time being, which is a little fucked up. So these ad agencies, uh, if they have a political motivation, they're not objective in any way, shape or form. They can, you know, kind of pull the plug um, on you and and, you know, because they don't they don't agree with the kind of rhetoric that you're putting out. So I don't know that these advertisers are pulling out because um, of the bullying on that. They're doing it because. You know, they're part of the political the political power the six the six companies that own media right uh they're the ones that are paying all the bills to the advertisers so the, those six companies want a certain style of advertising and they're not going to go with those advertisers they're going to list follow look at, we lost a whole advertising firm because i refused to do um pfizer ads and they were like sorry and, and there's so many ad agencies that have pfizer and um moderna moderna 
And and they were like, oh, well, you know, if you come with our package, you know, you know, one of the first ads you're going to get is Moderna Pfizer. I don't do Moderna Pfizer ads, period. Not going to do that. If you guys want to know why we're a podcast company, remember when we were doing the baked in ad reads where they were baked in and then we heard you guys' complaint? You know, we took a step back and we now do di- dynamic ad reads and where I read them and make them up as I go on. And I only do ads for people that I can get along with, like officerprivacy.com forward slash Wolfpack. And I'm very transparent to them on how I'm going to do the ad reads. I'm not going to bore my consumers with ad reads to have them leave this, this podcast network. Now, fact of the matter is there has to be ads. That just has to happen. Find a great podcast. It doesn't have ads. It doesn't exist. You have to have them. Unless maybe you're Joe Rogan. Unless you're Joe Rogan. But he's making money from from the uh, from his RSS feed, basically, or from his podcast platform. You know, we don't have that kind of – we're not that popular. So, you know, ads – we have to have ads. But we deliver ads in a way that nobody else does, and we do it friendly to our consumers. And hopefully you guys are paying enough attention to those ad reads, and you're actually using those products. You know, when it comes Christmas times, you know, listen, like every every cop needs, you know, if you're a mother-in-law, if you're a grandfather and your son, um, you know, he's a cop. And so his children are your grandchildren, stuff like that. No better gift than to get them a subscription to officer privacy because it's protecting them. It's like getting a life insurance policy. My father-in-law for my wedding gift gave me a life insurance policy. And it's been the best thing. I've had it for 13 years. And it gives me, I have five kids and what a peace of mind knowing that I have that extra, uh, that extra uh, life insurance policy. So I know that my kids are going to be taken care of because that's real shit, man. That is real shit. So super excited uh, for, to, to have guys like, like factor meals, you know, factor meals just came on with us for the rest of the year. Uh, who doesn't want meal planning? So, you know, you see how I'm doing my ad reads right now? Trying to entertain you by doing them. Factormeals.com. Promo code Wolfpack50. Wolfpack50. Factor Meals. Meal planning to the next level. All right. Um, let's continue here. Uh, let's see. What do we got next up here? We uh, – oh, we, you want to go back to this Eline Mustang? Yep. You want to go back to it? Yeah, we can go back. Because the, the, the other thing is, is the gist of it is, is he's alleging that the ADL is pressuring the ad groups to pull ads off of Twitter because of what they are claiming is an increased hate speech and all this hate rhetoric and things on Twitter. Well, Twitter and X and Elon Musk is saying, hey, if you're going to claim that stuff, you need to back it up with some evidence, buddy. You can't just arbitrarily say this platform is riddled with this stuff and you shouldn't advertise on it. You got to have something to back up with because Elon's going to come out with, Hey, here's the new Twitter files of all the hate speech that we took down. Not only that, speaking of just not to get off on a weird tangent, Twitter took down the amount of child porn and child trafficking that they were involved with. And that stopped after Elon took charge of the company tells you everything about where that company was before he got there. Yeah. So when you think about ads and you want to you want to run at run ads on a company and a platform that wants to peddle kids and child porn, that's what you want to run ad on. I mean, you you don't want to run ads on a company that will ad advertise and, and sits stands on free speech is what they're what he's claiming to. Yeah, it's it's that's a mess. I hope he does, because the other thing that you get is discovery. Yeah, because usually when these lawsuits come out. You get to a point where they, they get this big chest puffing out that we're going to go to this, and then it gets to gets right to about the point of discovery, and everyone starts to go, okay, we want to settle. 
Right. Because a... no one wants to open your doors up to everybody else because everything is on. It doesn't matter whether it was directly related to or not. Every bit of your books is all your emails, all your anything. So if they're looking through your emails and they say, hey, here's these people doing this as well. That's additional stuff that becomes discovered during discovery. So no one wants to be discovered. No, yeah, nobody, nobody wants, wants that. Nobody wants that hate coming out there. Uh, but you know what we do want you coming? We want you coming up here November 11th and 12th. Um, it, we've got a big event happening in Albemarle, North Carolina. Uh, Vinny Montez is going to be in town. Many other police uh, celebrities, I guess you would say, police influencers are also going to be in town for that. We're doing There's a stand-up comedy show in Raleigh. Uh, myself and Jay Durrell are opening up for Vinny Montez. That's really, really exciting. Um, Vinny Montez is absolutely hilarious and one of my favorite uh, police comedians. He's the biggest, right? So, uh, you know, the, the, the fact that we get to open up for him, that's really funny. I'm really excited to do that. So join us here in November 11th. No, uh, 12th, uh, 11th and 12th. That's Veterans Day weekend for a big to-do in Albemarle. And we'll, we'll post more about that on all of our social medias, and you'll be hearing us uh, push that. So put on your calendars then. And then also, August 2024, if anybody's interested in doing a uh, podcast cruise, trying to get together several different influencers and several different podcasters for a margarita four-day margarita cruise, um, and we'll be doing Q and A's every night on the boat. We'll be doing, uh, performances every day on the boat, but I'm going to get, we're locking in some pretty big, uh, podcast guys that are interested so far. I just don't know how many fans are interested, but, um, if you guys are interested on failure stops behalf on joining us on a cruise in August, please send us a DM. Let us know, um, what, what you think about that. That's going to be really, really fun. Yeah. Rest in peace. Jimmy Buffett, uh, Kendra J Rama says, um, yeah, but you know what? He may, yeah, yeah, rest in peace. I'll, I'll go with that. I'll go with rest in peace. Jimmy Buffett hurt my feelings, you know, um, with that whole, like, can't come to my show if you're not vaxxed and shit. Uh, that was really sad. Um, but, you know, yes, I Jimmy Buffett, I love him. Still going to listen to his music. Still love his music. It hurt my feelings to know that was his take. But everybody gets to have a take. You know, everybody gets to have a take in life. So, I, I, you know, rest in peace, Jimmy Buffett, for sure, for sure. Um, is Kanye coming on the boat? <laughs> coming on the Listen, dude, if you think I'm not going on a cruise and getting a beach on the cruise, you're fucking dead wrong, dude. Like, there's no way I'm going four days on a cruise without getting a beach. Uh, hopefully my wife is there. <laughs> I'm kidding. I would never get one from somebody that's not my wife. Um, <laughs> um, you know, by the way, dude, some people are really offended by my, my jokes. I, they, maybe they don't take the time. There's a church group that's been commenting on our YouTubes a lot saying that uh, we're going to hell and whatnot. I think it's funny i think it's silly because uh listen i've never cheated on my wife never will cheat on my wife uh, I've, you know done some kinky shit with my wife right you know we're no saints in the bedroom but uh definitely i would never cheat on her or my family or anything like that so those are all just jokes everybody relax okay here we go let's dive back into some more news dude there's some really good ones there's some bangers coming up we've got uh, so, biden building a border wall despite saying that he wasn't gonna what, what did he say? He wasn't going to build one more inch of this fucking wall, well, and here I'm we not, go. I'm not building one more inch Trump's yeah. wall. Yeah. But yeah, he's been building the wall. He's been building the wall. Homeland Security said Friday it will build 20 more miles of border wall, carrying out some of the former President Donald Trump's marquee campaign promises. The department suggested it had no choice but to begin construction thanks to the terms of the 2019 spending bill which allocated money specifically for wall building at the border. Some $190 million dollars remains 
unspent, and President Biden risked running afoul of the law if he didn't take steps to spend it on the wall by September. Until uh, and unless Congress cancels these funds, the law requires DHS to use the funds consistent with their appropriated purchases. Listen, this guy's not doing much of anything right now. Um, he's not being very proactive. There's already talks. Our big headline story of today is that Kamala Harris says in a, in a report this week that she's ready to be president. Do we have that article really fast? Let's jump over to that. I, I don't have it pulled up. Right. It's okay. I have it pulled up all the time. Um, okay. No, you're right. I don't have it pulled up because I have what you have. Um, yeah, yeah, so, I mean, I, you bring up the article as you say it, but I, I can speak from the heart on this. Um, they're talking about Biden's age right now. And all of a sudden, the media is all about Trump's age, too. So why are we so concerned? I, I listened to an article even this morning that was talking about Trump's age. Why are we talking about Trump's age? He's not the president right now. What we need to be talking about is Biden's age because he just gave somebody the Medal of Honor this week and then like unceremoniously just walks just off walks off the stage. Like it wasn't planned. That wasn't part. He was supposed to do more up on the stage, but like a zombie, like a Mitch McConnell moment, like a Diane Feinstein moment just blanks out and walks off the stage and now we're hearing all, all this week on the news, we've been hearing about age discrimination and whatnot. We had Joe Apayo on the show. I'm a big fan of the guy. Do I think Joe Apayo is wise? Sure. He's got some wisdom. My, my grandfather-in-law, tons of wisdom. Do I think that uh, Joe Biden might have some wisdom? Sure, maybe. But do you, these guys can't run the country. I did a podcast with Joe Apayo, and listen, he had, behind the scenes, his whole staff had to do everything for him. Like I can't do it. He might have a lot of wisdom, but dude, like at the end of the day, I, I don't, I need somebody who knows how to build a fucking house. I need somebody that's ready to go. I love Joe Arpaio, man, but I do. I honestly, if you want my honest opinion, which does not reflect the entire uh, failure to stop network at all whatsoever. This is just Eric Tanzi speaking to you right now. I would say Joe Arpaio is too old to be doing things just because of what I saw on the thing, I don't know if that's ageism, but like I, what I saw on the podcast was like, yo, man, like you need to retire and enjoy the rest of your life and support somebody with your wisdom. Be a support chain for them. You know what I'm saying? That would be like Drew Breezy doing everything on this channel. He's too old, but we use his wisdom. We use all of his wisdom, but he's too old to do all. I'm just kidding. Drew's in his prime right now, but listen, I don't know why we're talking about uh, uh, Donald Trump's age, but all of a sudden, now you got Kamala Harris giving a, a statement to the press that uh, she's admitting that Joe Biden's getting old. And this is scary because I think everybody kind of called this. Everybody, all the conspiracy theories have been saying from the beginning that she was going to be running the show, which is very weird. Because she's not running the show. She has no public opinion. Like, everybody hates her. Nobody likes her. She's like, she has the worst public opinion, the first public rating of any vice president of all time. Am I right on saying that? I'd go ahead and say that everybody on this administration is the worst public rating of all time. <laughs> but but like her approval rating is super low, is it not? Yes. Can you fact check me low. on that? Um, bring up this article with uh, with Kamala. By the way, uh, Kamala's uh, voice is... She laugh. laughs at everything. Everything's a laugh. Hey, these people in Mali burned down alive. <laughs> I just can't stand or laugh. You know, but why are we being proactive if we think, if we think that this guy's not going to make it through the presidency? Why aren't we trying to be a little bit more proactive, a little bit more transparent? Now, this is coming from Fox News. I did two articles from CNN. 
Harris says she's ready to step into the role of president if Biden is unwell she may have to take over. Vice President Kamala Harris said during an interview Wednesday uh, that she was ready to fulfill her constitutional duty to assume the presidency should President Biden be unable to govern as questions swirl around his health. They can't hide it anymore. The dumb shit that he says in Hawaii, the walking off of the stage here, they can't hide this guy's shit. I mean, have you seen all the videos of what he's saying? Don't tell your mommy. Don't tell your mommy. Don't tell your mommy. You smell good. Have you seen those videos? And then the, very the, bizarre. The, the Medal of Honor. That, I mean, imagine you're you're the the gentleman that did all of the things that he did to earn the Medal of Honor, and to have that finally go through the Congress and everything, get to that point, and the president does this and just walks off. But here she leaves us with a promise. She says Joe Biden is going to be fine, so that is not going to come to fruition. Harris told the Associated Press in Jakarta, Indonesia where she was attending a regional summit. Um, yeah, keep her over in Jakarta. But let us also understand that every vice president, every vice president understands that when they take the oath, they must be very clear about the responsibility they may have to take over the job. So, I mean, when you put it in context, you know, um, I just don't remember a lot of vice presidents having to talk about this in the past, uh, the past decade. Um, a recent AP NORC poll showed that 77% of Americans and 69% of Democrats think Biden is too old for a second term. That's a massive number, dude. We're talking 20% of the people believe that this dude can do a second term. That's it. You're talking, and, and even that, you're the people that are voting in that 20%, I'd say that's statistically just outliers. You can go ahead now, and say the majo- overwhelming majority believe that he's too old. She says, I see him every day. No, no, you don't. You don't see Joe Biden every day. Well, unless she's referring to like zoom meetings and whatnot, maybe, but I doubt it. That dude was on vacation a lot. She's not seeing him on vacation. She's in Jakarta, Indonesia right now. Is Biden with her? I didn't see her on the beach, uh, on his recent vacation or when she, he was he might, in Tahoe she might be there or with him actually a substantial amount of time we spend together is in the oval office where I see how his ability to understand issues and weave through their complex issues in a way that no one else can. Listen, I, I saw my, my grandfather-in-law freak the fuck out because he couldn't work the TV. Is he a wise man? Yes. Uh, would I go to him with, with a lot of my problems and trust that he has the wisdom and the knowledge? Yes. But I think that being a president is a little bit more than just wisdom and knowledge. you got to know how to work the TVs. you got to be able to work up with, with technology. Would I want my grandfather to be a president? Absolutely not. Would I want him to be like the right-hand man to a president? Sure. Vice president? Sure. Sure. Would I be able to tolerate Biden as a vice president? I think so. I think so. There's nothing wrong with having somebody that's really old. Joe Arpaio as a vice mayor or something. like. There's nothing wrong with having um, a lot of wisdom around you. But to be a president, you've got to have the wisdom and be able to walk up the steps of a, uh, you know, a, of a military-style airplane and not fall on your face every time, uh, you know. I don't know. She says she meets with him all the time in the Oval Office. Well, that's bullshit. I'm going to call it uh, fact-check that one. Bullshit. That's a false because he's always on vacation. So how are you in the Oval Office with him all the time when he's on the beach or he's at Lake Tahoe or he's not there? Wow. Harris ran for president in 2020, but quickly burned out following the Democrat primary debates. She only dropped out from the election. Yeah, because she had like what? Like a two. She was like at like two percent. Something like that. She she dropped out. 
and receive fewer pledge delegates than fellow candidates Michael Bloomberg, Pete Buttigieg, Amy Klobuchar, or Tulsi Gabbard. But she's the vice president, folks. Fucking, it's a joke. It's because they're being ruled. They're being puppeteered by, by rich ruling elites. Um, speaking of which, head over to right now, type in on your podcast uh, app. Um, if you would go to Apple podcast or Spotify, type in night shift, top secret information, or just put Anthony Ramondi's name in there. R A I M O N D I and pull up our night shift thing. We're trying to get it up on the algorithms. It's growing rapidly. It's doing well. Last week was couldn't find that at all. This week you can actually start to find it to get on the charts. It's a weekly thing. We need every, every single person counts on that five star, that rating in the review, and give it a listen and hit the download. Hit the automatic download button. And if you haven't done that with all the shows, that's what helps keep the lights on. Uh, and that's keeping first responders informed and entertained. Now, what, seven days a week? Pretty much? Yeah, I think we have something going much. out seven days a week. We don't pretty have anything going out on that, Sundays. Between that and Patreon, there's yes, something do. going out we almost do have every day. On Sunday. Yeah, because we have Night Shift Top Secret Information is on the Flutterstop YouTube channel on Sunday. Now, yep. if Night Shift TSI is not on the Failure to Stop podcast channel. It's its yep. own podcast. It's yep. just a Failure to Stop special. So you have to yep. physically go to Night Shift Top Secret Information. Um, Night Shift what? Top Secret Information. And that's with Anthony Ramonde and myself. And that is a full-blown conspiracy theory show. Um, and it's all the rage right now. It's doing very, 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 very well. And... Um, and, and it's cool. It's got it's much different though because it's not law enforcement related. We didn't want to put it on the Failure to Stop podcast channel, but it is uh, owned by Failure to Stop. If that makes sense. Anthony Ramonde being the big giant host there, hundreds of thousands of followers on uh, Instagrams, Twitters, Facebooks. He's he's a big deal. It's conservative ant is is where you can find him. Um, right now he's actually uh, in his pickup truck delivering stuff to hurricane victims yep. uh, as we speak. So. Uh, he's a political commentator. He's uh, very, very, very good. So um, Hydro Man Blue, check him out. Night Shift TSI, Top Secret Information. The real OG. Don't be don't be fooled by those who try to be us, right? Like, you know, there, there are people who are trying to copycat us at the moment, taking the name, using the brick background, the blue lights, trying to do all the same things that we did. Don't, don't be fooled by it, guys. Don't be fooled by it. Um, the real deal is right here on the Fairstop Podcast channel. And uh, we've got a, uh, just, a, just an amazing team of people all working really, really hard for one common goal, and that is to hit first responders and to keep them informed and entertained. And there are no other goals. We're not out here nickel and diamond folks. We're not trying to, to, to beat you over the, the, the handlebars with uh, you know, merch and things. You know, you know why we don't do a lot of merch? I would rather you support our sponsors who pay our paychecks than, than, you, than you buy shirts to just support us. You know, uh, it, it's so important right now, especially in election season, to be supporting people who are promoting shows like this one and others like it, because it's getting very difficult to find people who want to advertise on edgy, free of speech shows. We say a lot of lot of crazy shit on this show and we're very transparent with advertisers and they pull out very quickly once we're transparent with them. So the ones that stick around, Ghostbed, OfficerPrivacy.com forward slash Wolfpack, they believe in the bigger picture. They believe they might not agree with everything that we say, but they agree with the bigger picture of freedom of speech, with inform and entertainment, with having healthy debates, and, and they're all against the uh, the basically silencing and, and not allowing anybody to be journalists. Like what's going on in Maui right now? I mean, there's 
There's a lot of talk in Maui, and they're, and they're not allowing journalists to go over there. They're not allowing independent journalists to do independent. There's a media blackout right now, and they're saying it's because of the bodies. Well, if there's only 300 bodies, I mean, there wasn't a media blackout for the World Trade Center. We were seeing tons of independent media journalism coming out of them, out of, out of that. Katrina as well. I mean, I was on the ground um, with, with, with some of these incidents, not 9-11, but uh, um, the hurricane what was the big one that was just before Katrina that slammed in Pensacola. There was no fucking media plaque out there. That one killed a lot of people, too. Um, you know, I don't know. This media blackout thing worries me. It scares me. But anyway, you know, so everybody on this team, you know, like I said, we're not trying to beat anybody over the head uh, trying to sell you guys stuff. This is really all about first responders. It's all about being informed and entertained, and it's about having a good time. And if you look at our staff as the way it is right now, man, everybody is working so hard and doing such a great job. And the Patreon is growing. If you want to support the show, head over to the Patreon. I mean, like that's where that's where we're beating you over the head if you want to support the show three dollars to be a paid member per month you know three dollars to be a paid member over on patreon get you but there's tons of extra content it's just it's a gift that's going to keep on giving to you it's extra it's extra it's extra but we deliver six free daggone shows seven we got anti-hero podcast that's free we got uh oh no we we, we also have getting a grip on things with elijah that one's new too we got that one on the network um yeah and then, and then of course we Grime have the, vomit yeah Grime of vomit's coming over to the c minus media network that's for kids so there's a lot of people doing a lot of work a lot of free content and that's you know that's why now what are we going to do for christmas holidays because people do generally want some kind of gift to give their loved one and, and they do want to support for stuff right now we are working on maybe some kind of a coffee mug something easy we don't have to worry about sizes and you know all those things something just a one and done type deal maybe some whiskey glasses something like that so there will be something coming down the pipeline in the next week or two um and then here we go with this this is another one if you leave a five star rating and review on um night shift tsi top secret information or um if you leave a creative one on anti-hero podcast if you leave one by next week actually we're gonna do this almost probably every week until christmas but we will be giving out either uh, uh, if you win, if you have the best review and rating on Night Shift Top Secret Information for that week, we'll, we'll pick one. We're going to give you guys something personalized, whether that be a card, a bookmarker, and my book. I have a meeting with my book with the publishing house on Wednesday. So they're, they're, all through Christmas, we're going to start giving away some stuff, some Manscaped stuff we've got coming in that we can give out. Um, we got lots of stuff coming in. We, oh, also um, officerprivacy.com forward slash Wolfpack. They're donating some stuff to give out. So if you want to be a part of that, all you got to do is leave a five-star rating and review. And then for free, which is, that is free to give a five-star rating and review on uh, Antihero and Night Shift TSI. And if you haven't, you know, leave it on Failure Stop. And then uh, also if you want to submit a first responder of the week um, on any of those shows, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we can um, – Put that out, and that is free as well. Just Rhonda in the chat says, y'all cover the case wrongful conviction that I, I'm most passionate about. I'm supporting you as much as I can. Hashtag justice for Daniel Holtzclaw. We got to do more with the Daniel Holtzclaw case. Um, I'm actually, once my book comes out, um, Rhonda, there are some things that are being put into place even now for the book. I just had a, an amazing meeting with you know, one of my favorite people in this industry, Nick Pomachano, um, own, owner of Ranger Up, Diesel Jack Media, 
been in a couple movies, comedy writer for Vet TV and things like that. One of my favorite guys in the industry. Um, just got to have another meeting with him yesterday in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. And we have a meeting with the publishing house uh, on Wednesday. So there's a lot in the works going on right now. So I'm getting in front of some bigger names, some bigger people, especially with Anthony Ramonde. So I do have all uh, intentions of finding the right niche to do more on the Daniel Holtzclaw thing, because like you, I am very passionate about that case. I think that is a man who's been wrongly, wrongfully convicted and, um, and that it's a hill I'm willing to die on until he proves me wrong. But I mean, I have looked, I have combed through hundreds and hundreds of hours of evidence testimony because I, I'd never want to say that I support somebody with those allegations. If there's any chance that he did it, but I believe there is zero chance that he did it. And then, and until somebody can show me, and listen, that that's another one. If you can find evidence, if you can find me real, real good evidence, it doesn't even have to be court evidence, but like evidence that says, yeah, you probably do it. Like OJ evidence, where like we know he fucking did it. Like Casey Anthony evidence. Like there's a chance if you can find that and articulate it to me for the Daniel Holtzclaw case, I'll take back everything I said. I want you to find it because I don't want there to be any chance I'm defending a man who did this. I haven't found that. But I'm a C student at best. See what you can do. Um, for everybody else out there, guys, uh, uh, last known president, Michael Hendricks, just Ronda, tactical dude. Bones Cold Flees Austin. You guys want to jump in here, Bones Cold. You want to take a stab at it. Uh, you Hit me up in the DMs. We'll put you on a Wednesday. We're going to kind of turn this Wednesday show into the view. I'm going to have multiple people on here going through these things, try to do it view style, and I'm going to moderate, and, and we're going to have fun, some fun with this. Because this show, Last Call, is growing. And it's, it's scary how fast that last call is growing because what was supposed to be just fun, like kind of fake journalism, just kind of give it like now people are really going to us for the news. People are fact checking everything we say. People are having real debates and discussions. So the show is becoming more important. It was always important, but now it's becoming even more important, especially with election season coming around. Um, and so we really want to, we want to provide you guys with real information. It's not over sensationalized it's not salacious that has different arguments to it not just eric tansy giving you his opinion all the time because that's got to be exhausting um but guys we want to be more involved with you going forward so please all those things if you want to be involved with us want to be part of the wolf pack nominate those first responders get up in the chats let us know what you're doing we have a whole team of people answering messages it's been great we've had some great discussions offline we're not those media people who are not going to respond to your instagrams messages you got a question you got a case Send it. We'll acknowledge it. We'll talk to you. Um, I can't spend, we might not spend hours with you, but, but you know, for those of you who know, you know that we respond to you guys pretty quickly on the social media. Apps. We do a really good job of that. Better than probably anybody else I know. Is that fair? Uh, almost within, you could say 60 seconds to show like that our, our fan or our, our wolf pack, they got their factor meals today. Hydra man just got here like 60 seconds ago. Wow, he got his factor meals in, dude. Oh, I love. I'm gonna go eat one right now. Matter of fact, uh, factor meals. Uh, go to factormeals.com. Promo code Wolfpack50 gets you 50% off of your first seven meals. Meal planning to the next level. Stop wasting time. You want to be an entrepreneur? Stop wasting time meal planning. If you're one of those guys that's like trying to go out for SWAT, trying to be like the best cop in the world, trying to you know make that DUI squad, and you're you're pushing paper, and you've got court and all those things, dude. Listen. That extra meal planning time could be time that you're spending with your family and your kids. Like any time that you can save, and, and the money is basically the same as grocery shopping. It's very close, very similar. 
um, when you when you type in gas, time, everything else, it's like the same. And that is time. That is valuable time that you could be uh, throwing the ball with your with your son, kicking the soccer ball with your daughter, uh, shooting hoops with your daughter and your son, whatever it is that you got going on, taking your, your wife out on a date, watching an episode of The Office with your loved one, with your date, with your partner, whatever you call it. That's all valuable time, guys. So this is meal planning that allows you to do that. At Factor Meals, promo code Wolfpack50, get you 50% off. As for myself, Eric Tanzi and Josh from Dead Leg Media, there is some new Patreon stuff. Go over to the Patreon and check it out. We'll see you guys on next week's news. Stay informed. Stay entertained. We'll see you on the next one, guys.